Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Friday 15. I am Steph Lee, the founder of Host Agency Reviews, and you've clocked in for the Friday 15, where every Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time, we answer the questions that you have submitted. And apologies, we're late today. This is totally my fault. I sent Jen the wrong link. My co-host <laughs> on today is my sister with different- Totally parents. different parents. <laughs> totally different parents, but I'm sure yours are just as lively as mine. Oh, but yeah. We have Jen Leon from Travel Planners International. Hey, Jen. Hi, everybody. How are you? Well, for those- Where people, are you? I, yeah. I am in Mexico right now. I'm in just south of Cancun at the, the Secrets Resort. And we're, oh, yeah. um, well, we're working on a project for that we're going to be launching in January. And then we're also, there's a really cool travel agency here that bought out the Dreams and Secrets Resorts. Um, and then they put on these huge music productions. So I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm stalking them, but I'm learning a lot about them so that I can interview them on a future travel agent chatter podcast. Cause it's really cool what they do. They do net rates. And then, I mean, I don't know how they're doing it. I have so many questions for them. So we'll, we'll have answers hopefully soon. Well, the good news is, is I listen to the uh, Friday 15 travel agent chatter podcast every week. So I'm looking forward to hearing about it as well. Do you, do you listen to it just because you love just hearing us banter back and forth? I do. I learn so much from it. You know, that's what I love about this. These are questions that are coming in from advisors. And it's, it's things that I wouldn't even know that somebody would be interested in knowing about. So, yeah, I told it's it's an education for for me as well. Yeah, it's super fun. I love when they come in, especially ones that I've never gotten before, which today yeah. we actually have one, everyone. So, let me, um, before we jump in, I want to let everybody know that coming up this week, it's Friday, so next week, we are going to be publishing our hosted travel advisor report, which every year we do an annual survey, get tons of amazing data on it. Um, if you are not signed up for our newsletter, make sure you are. It's hostagencyreviews.com slash newsletter. But because in the newsletter will be a link to the report and lots and lots of cool information this year. So I'm going to give you a couple teasers. So first thing is that for the specific hosted advisor segment of the industry, uh -huh. this is the first time, well, it's at 49%, but we've almost reached the tipping point of hosted advisors, 50% of them charging some kind of a fee, a service fee or a consultation. Yes, that's exciting. wonderful. That's very exciting. Good for you. The other 51%, you're going to get there. I love it. Yes. And then one of the other really interesting things is that 35% of the advisors who took the survey, now remember they were they were taking the survey earlier this year, but 35% of the um, advisors that took it were brand new, which is really cool again, which is showing the, the growth of the industry. Oh yeah. We're seeing growth. Um, we, we've always had a lot of new to the industry advisors join TPI. Mm -hmm. It's usually been about like a 60, 40 sp split every single month. Um, but boy, it's more closer to that 50, 50 split. And um, yeah, a lot of people, they're not looking to do it, you know, as a side hustle necessarily. They're actually, they're realizing this is a business and that you need to know what you're doing. So that, again, the reason why the Friday 15 is so good, uh, because there's lots of questions people are asking that you wouldn't even know to ask. Yes. And okay. So this is the other, I'll give one more little teaser for this. So I had always envisioned, and I'm not sure what you thought, Jen, but I had always envisioned that most of the people that were hosted came as like, you didn't go from being independently accredited to being hosted. You usually went the other way from hosted to independently accredited. Mm. But this year we asked some new questions to get information on that. And we found that 30%, 29% of the advisors 
before becoming hosted were either employees or they were independently accredited themselves. Um, mm -hmm. 71% of the people that took the survey reported only ever having been hosted. So that was kind of a surprise for me. Really? Okay. Well, there's a lot of people through that weird thing that happened in mid 2020 until about know, six months. Ago. I don't know, you know, Google it and you okay. might find it. Um, but what we were finding is a lot of agencies, brick and mortar, especially, you know, closed down because, you know, they couldn't afford the lease or what have you. And those um, agencies had employees. And so they were employees that were now going out on their own to become independent advisors. Um, and then also some that had been part of consortias, but maybe they, you know, were doing less than $2 million a year, but they were still part of a consortia. They realized how much money they were leaving on the table. So a lot of people uh, did a lot of adjustments, you know, <clears throat> taking a look at what do I have control over and where can I make more money or a higher profit? You know, a higher margin of profit is, is the key to uh, a successful business. So that makes a lot of sense. And I'm actually curious now to follow this through the years to see if this is just a pandemic trend that mm -hmm. we're seeing. Cause we did, they were, I guess they were filling it out from 2021. So there might've still been people moving, but I'll be curious to see if the trend continues or if this was just something that was influenced by the pandemic. So We'll find out in future surveys. I can't wait to be here. Let's mark our calendars. Let's talk about it again one year from today. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right, Jen. So first question comes in from Genaria, and they are wondering, so every time you sell a vacation, such as a cruise, will you also travel and tour every vacation sale? So I... Yeah, so, go ahead. I, yeah, I'm, I was wondering exactly what Janania, uh, sorry about that, was meeting. Um, I'm not sure if she's saying, hey, listen, uh, do you only sell what you've experienced in the past? That's kind of how I read it. Yeah. And and the thing is, is no, <laughs> there's no way um, you can experience every resort, even if you focus just on ocean cruises, right? Like Even if you just focused on ocean cruises that came out of Florida, you would still spend a lot of money going on every single ocean cruise that left Florida. You know, um, there's high end, there's mid range, there's the um, mass market, you know, there's, there's a lot to it. So it's really not about experiencing it yourself. It's more along the lines and what our advisors do is they take trainings. And actually, I was just talking to an advisor the other day. And I told her, I said, be focused. You have to start with the focus, like pick three things you get super excited because people are calling her left and right. Pick th three things you're super excited about that you aren't selling now because she's ready to um, start tapping into other markets or other niche niches. I said, and then just do all the training that you can. And if you can experience at least one so that you understand what the vernacular means, like when the first time you go on, if you don't know what a river cruise is, going on a river cruise is really going to open your eyes yeah. of the things that you want to, what everything means. But there's no way you can experience it all. No way. No, that, there's absolutely. And it is a little bit uncomfortable, Janaria, to like sell something that you've never been to. But as you become more comfortable with things and experience more resorts and cruises and hotels, you'll be able to feel a lot more comfortable. But the, the one thing I want to point out a few resources. So I'm going to pull up the site here. And while you're and while you're doing that, the other thing is make sure you're part of a host agency that has a strong community of advisors that are willing to help. In other words, posting on that mm -hmm. Facebook community page. I've got a family of five looking to go here. I've done my research. Here's what I'm thinking. Am I on the right path? Yeah, I'm going to post. Um, we have an article somewhere on the site 
um, where someone talked about when you're posting those questions too, making sure you do your due diligence before you're mm -hmm. posting so that you're not just, you're giving the most amount of information to get the best result and that people will want to help you. So I'm going to post that in the comments when we find it. And then um, let's see. So on our events calendar, Janaria, if you are looking for some fam trips, because like Jen said, very helpful to actually go on a river cruise if you're going to be selling them. Don't know to go on all of them, but you can go onto our events calendar uh, and then do the category and fam trip is one of them. And you can see all the fam trips here. So that River Cruise Expo is amazing for anyone that wants to jump into river cruising. Guys, I went last year. You see 10 river cruises right next, all parked next to each other. So you're yeah. just literally walking through and seeing them and eating. It's really good. Yes. And this is with Asta, by the way. And it sold out really early last year. So if you are interested, um, it is on the website. And um, it's March 15th of next year. So we'll put a link to Asta's. River Cruise, but that's one resource I wanted to show you. The other one is if you end up going on a cruise inspection, um, we do have a free article with a download for that has like a form you can fill out about um, when you're on the cruise ship, things to look for to make notes of, because as you know, they start to blend together when you're seeing a bunch in, in a row. So mm -hmm. we have one for cruise ship inspections, and we also have one for um, site inspections, which we'll po uh, post up as well for you. So those are, um, and Jen, Teresa, who's with you guys, do you yes. want to talk about Teresa's? Yeah, I was wondering if you were going to talk about it. Teresa Chu Bermudez has an amazing um, uh, self-paced self training program called FAM with Intention. And the whole idea behind it is if you're going to invest in going on a FAM and you're visiting six or seven resorts, how do you market that prior to you yeah. going on the fam, right? So that you can get people looking and watching and following. What do you do during the fam and how do you leverage that afterwards? And so that's a, it's called fam, F-A-M with intention. And yep. I, we'll a, a lot of advisors have done that. Mm -hmm. And I actually met Teresa through Jen. Jen mentioned her, her program sometime this spring. And then I was at an event and yeah. Um, the person I was sitting next to at a table, just randomly, they were assigned seats. I was like introducing myself. She's like, Jen just wrote me and told me to email you. I was like, I'm Steph. <laughs> so it's super cute. And I know there was an Asta uh, entrepreneurial finalist or winner. I can't remember if she was, the, she was a finalist. It was called Fam Guru, which is a, um, an app that you yeah, can download. We'll that up and then there's also another one that's um very similar to it, except for it does it across all platforms and that one is what is it called um myfamtrip.com yep i'll put that on there there are two agents i've known for a really long time that put that together oh, excuse me oh, excuse me <laughs> sorry about um, that everybody well yeah get that out because this next question i have no idea how to answer and jen says she has some answers for it so this one comes from anonymous they say, good morning. The primary reason I decided to start this activity was to get consistent pricing when purchasing airline tickets for the groups of seniors I bring to the United States to see their relatives. I have worked in the past with a couple airlines directly, but it seems that after the pandemic, it's become more difficult to get timely quotes. Currently, I am planning a few trips to about a dozen destinations in the U.S., and I'd like to know if you can recommend an agency to work with while I finish my registration process. The number of travelers per group will vary from three to four to possibly 70 to 100 to a single destination. There are more trips to come and I would like to be ready. Uh, any recommendations, any chance to speak with someone? Thank you. 
So Jen, Whoop. tell us, do a brain dump. <laughs> yeah. So uh, first off, working with airlines directly on groups, unless you really know what you're doing, could be quite challenging. And actually, it's not as profitable um, as working through a host agency who supports the GDS that has negotiated group contract uh, pricing for you, number one. Number two, nothing is going to be... Um, locked in most likely, you know, everything's very expensive right now. So prior to, you know, going into a contracted group, you're going to have to have some commitment from those passengers and like credit cards in hand, credit card authorization, all of that good stuff, because air is quite wonky. Um, and it's even just sitting down at the GDS just to book your own trip. Um, it can get really crazy um, with the number of options that are out there. Um, and then if you're not super experienced with air direct, I would definitely suggest that you partner with an advisor. And again, um, go through a host agency because our all host agencies have really strong communities and they can connect um, advisors together. Um, but go through someone who's done this before um, in this very degree between three or four to 70 to 100 uh, and partner with them, maybe with the first two or three and work out some sort of an arrangement because um, they know all the ins and outs to it. Uh, air can be, and if it's a group contract you're looking for, you definitely want to partner with an agency that has negotiated group contract rates. That's fantastic. Thank you. I'm just also going to pull up the site again, and I'm going to show everybody. So when you're on an actual host agency's profile, um, there's in the kind of the metadata below it right here, you can see if they have the GDS for that's what yep. Jen's talking about, the global distribution system. So if there's a line there, that means they don't have the GDS. That's not someone you're going to want to contact. Um, we'll also put a link into our what is a GDS article, which for those of you that are kind of wondering, it might help uh, shine some light on things. So if you don't know what a GDS is, you are not going to get access to a GDS. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, a great point. That's what the article GDS, says. GDS, yeah. If you're not, if you're, if you're reading this, that means uh, you don't know what it is and you're not going to get in. So thank you for playing. But um, also look at air consolidators as well. Fairbuzz, um, some of those air consolidators. I would also take a look at um, Delta Vacations, American Airlines Vacations to see if it's a group that are all traveling together and they're all going to stay at the same hotel. You might as well get some packaged pricing with that. Uh, chartered flights, uh, ALGV uh, has all that stuff too. Again, partner with a host agency. Uh, this is a, a big question and you should not be doing this by yourself. For sure. For sure. Um, and well, we'll get to your contact information at the end in case they yeah. want to reach out and learn more about TPIs. But this... <laughs> This next question, people are very shy this time around. This is also from Anonymous. Um, thank you for all the information you give to travel agents. I am not sure if you've been told. I'm not sure if you've been told this before, but your host week specials are all expired. Will more be added? I'm not sure if I should wait to join a host agency until host week. I will wait if there are deals. <laughs> so thank you for calling me out. Um, that's a little misleading. So those that don't know, we do host week. It's coming up uh, January 23rd through the 27th. It's always the last week in January. We do a lot of host agency interviews, a lot of education. It's a free event. You should definitely sign up. Um, you can find info on the site. But we also have these exclusive deals for people that attend where it's, it's host agencies, but it's also associations. We've had suppliers do giveaways for it. So a lot of exclusive specials, but um, our, our link to the, the specials 
are all from last year because we don't release them until um, right before host week. So, um, and most of them are, you know, uh, specials. If you sign up and complete your application within a, you know, two week time frame of host mm -hmm. two and three week time frame. Yep, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. And some even go through the quarter, but a lot of them will expire after like the week after host week or the next week. So Jen, maybe you can chat about what TPI's um, special, if you have it already. Yeah, we I'm, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think what we're going to do, we do anything we can do to support ASTA is uh, what we do, because we think that's the best gift uh, to give anyone, uh, not not necessarily discounting pricing, but giving you something that will save your business and help you elevate your business. So most likely TPI will do something where we're giving a free year of uh, full ASTA membership uh, to anyone who joins TPI. Uh, I might have a couple of other goodies in there, including like a 30 minute consultation with me. Um, I'm kind of really smart and really good at sales and marketing and business. So 30 minutes with very me modest. is a gift. And I'm very modest. Um, 30 minutes is a gift. I used to charge $1,000 an hour when I was a consultant and people paid it all the time. So that's a $500 value right there. Um, elevate, elevate Teamwork, uh, Delta Vacations, American Airlines Vacations, ALGV, um, also Fairbuzz. Again, connect with, I'm just answering the chat over here. Again, connect with a host agency that is your best best path of uh success uh in something like this with those air contracts yeah exactly well, thank you i didn't even i didn't even see that question so i'm glad you 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 noticed it jen as and the reason i said i'm super smart that's why i said i'm super smart and 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 you know very uh with it i'm just saying yes exactly um <laughs> well jen if people want to continue to pick your brain and also <laughs> have just time with you because you're so awesome. How can they reach you? Yeah, feel free to email me and just put in the subject line, um, host agency reviews or HAR interview, and I will send you a link uh, for 15 minutes with me and we'll just talk about you. And I, that's one of my most favorite things to do is to just talk to travel advisors and entrepreneurs and agency owners out there, whether you're new or super experienced. Um, I kind of dig it. So my email is J-E-N-N-L at tpionline.com. And I know they're going to put that in the show notes uh, below um, to sell from international. I will be in the Netherlands on the, on the daft visa. Can I answer that question, Jennifer? Are you? Yeah. Thinking? Yeah. Do you want to read it out loud for people that aren't? Um, oh yeah. Uh, hey, Jennifer um, Schaefer or Schaffer, any recommendations for hosts that allow their agents to sell from international locations? I will be in the Netherlands on the daft visa. Um, I know from TPI and I'm pretty sure a good portion of hosts out there, unless they have international offices, you need to have a bank account and a business address in the United States. We have tons of our advisors that live in other countries. Yep. Um, uh, you know, expats that are living in Costa Rica and Mexico and where have you, but you have to have a U.S. bank account and a U.S. address. Yep, that's perfect. And I would like agree with that, having worked with a lot of people. That's the rules for most host agencies, Jennifer. And I don't know what the DAFT visa is, but it sounds wonderful and hope you have yeah. a great time in the Netherlands. Yeah. Send us photos and smart, smart on you. Keep, uh, keep selling. You get to, you have a business, you get to be anywhere. Yeah. For real. Well, let's see. We are about to wrap up our Friday 15, but just a reminder to everybody to sign up for, just a reminder to sign up for reminders of the Friday 15. If you go to hostagencyreviews.com slash Friday 15, 
You can sign up for e-reminders, which will tell you the day of, what the questions are, who the co-host is, um, and a link to the recording or the live stream. And then you can go ahead, get those every week and decide if you want to tune in or not. And of course, you'll naturally want to tune in when there's two Lees because yes. Lees are super fun, right, Jen? Superbly fun. Very smart, good looking, everything. Yes. And I'm doing a bunch of them next year. I want to do a whole bunch next year. So yeah, Jen's gonna Jen's gonna be on as a regular and we just really get along well. So I'm super excited. <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And mm -hmm. we will see you next Friday at 12 p.m. Central Time. Yep, exactly. Bye guys. Bye.